Hey guys, on this episode, we're going to be talking about the five things that Jude has learned in 2020. Stick around. Hey guys, welcome to Connecting Minds Through Success. This is your host, Judah Young. And like I said, we're going to be talking about the five things that Jude has learned in 2020. One of the things that I want to state before we jump into it, this is stuff that I've been dealing with personally. This is not a COVID-19 situation for me. I can truly honestly say that in spite of the pandemic, God has definitely provided for me and my family. Um, All our bills were getting paid and, you know, and that's a blessing. He has truly shown himself to be a provider in this season. And I thank God um, for what he has done. I've had people I've known who has passed away, which is truly sad in itself. And, you know, to anyone who has lost a loved one, you know, my heart goes out to you because it is truly a tragic that we're in a type of world where something like this is actually wiping people's out by the hundreds and thousands. So first and foremost, my prayer goes out to you and your family and loved ones. But like I said, you know, this is not more so of a, um, you know, front end um, thing for me. This is more of a back end and personal thing where um, there's five things that I've learned in 2020 that I want to share with you guys that has helped me. And I'll elaborate on each and every last one of them as I go down this list. And this is really not in any particular order. It's just I wrote it down on a piece of paper. So that I can keep track of what I'm talking about as I share this with you guys. But let's go into it. The first thing that I learned in 2020 um, was, you know, don't don't take what God has blessed you with for granted. And let me start by saying that I associate this more so with my marriage and my family because I did in the past take my wife for granted. Um, we've been married for five years and we've been together for seven years. But one of the things that um that I haven't done was always talk to her correctly. Or um, when I got angry or I'm talking about like blowing up angry, I didn't always say the right things or do the right things by my wife. Um, it was a lot of things that I struggle with personally that really damaged my marriage. And it really, you know, really hurt my wife. And yes, there are things she's done that hurt me, but uh, we're not here to talk about her. We're here to talk about me and what I've done and what I have sown into my marriage that shouldn't have been, you know, and I've walked in disobedience for many, many years within my marriage. Um, a disclaimer, I haven't had sex with no woman, you know, um, I want to just throw that out there, you know, I didn't cheat on my wife, you know with another woman or another man, um, you know, or any, you know, anybody of that caliber, you know, my body is reserved for her, but I've done things, you know, sexually, um, that displeasing, you know, like, you know, flirting, entertaining conversations, uh, inappropriate text messages, um, just different things that I've done that Jude isn't proud of. And I want to be able to share that with you guys, you know, and, um, I wanted to be, you know, very tr- transparent in that, that I didn't always make the right decision. So it was like a preftera of things that I did to really hurt my marriage. 
um, from my from where I stand at. And you know, it wasn't until my wife was ready to leave because, like I said, I was verbally abusive. And it wasn't until my wife was ready to leave, and then when I realized, like, oh snap, I'm about to lose my family, and that what really did it for me. And I was like, God, if you save my marriage, I promise I'll get myself together. I promise I'll, you know, you know, stop flirting, flirting and doing certain things I wasn't supposed to do in the first place. I make sure that I treat her exclusively instead of inclusively, and and I'll get help for the other stuff. Which brings me to my next. Uh, uh, thing that I've learned in 2020 is to get help. Um, for right now, where I'm at as of this date, and I know it's the year 2021, but I wanted to definitely get this out there because I truly believe that this is much needed for anybody uh, in general, not just a 2020 thing, but just a life thing in general. Get help. Um, I prayed about it, you know, getting, you know, God, I promise you I'll get help. I told my wife I'll get help if you just give me another chance. And she gave me another chance. I called a friend of mine who a while ago used to go to these groups on uh, Mondays um, to help work through his personal issues. And I wanted to go with him. And I ended up um, joining a men's ministry at his church that really has blessed me and really has shown me the fruitfulness of being with those men who are also seeking God in their own personal walk. And I've learned so much about being a husband. I've learned so much about being a man. I've learned so much about being a father. And um, and just being able to have that place and that platform to be open and honest. And be able to have men who will pray for you, hold you accountable, and to gird you up. You know, so this is this is what I've learned. You know, um, I didn't want to do it at the time because I really at that time wasn't really open to it. And I'm like, man, I'm good, you know. And I was one of those people like, man, I can make it on my own. You know, I'm a lone wolf. And, you know, when I needed help, it was never available. And I'm sick and tired of reaching out to people who don't want to help me. Um, and it's just like different things that, that you know, through my personal experience that just really just rubbed me the wrong way. And, you know, it wasn't a very pleasant thing for me. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me to reach out and say, I need help. Um, which brings me to number three, um, the process hurts going through this process. I've been on this, um, redemption journey, um, for almost a year now, February will make a year, but I've been on this redemptive journey and I'll tell you, man, there's been some highs and there's been some lows and there's been some lower lows and there's been, you know, depressive moments where I wanted to cry myself to sleep or just waking up in the middle of the night. You know, I, you know, you know, dealing with anxiety, chest hurting, just frustrated, feeling defeated some days. And to be honest with you, all that was is God breaking me down and breaking me down. And because he's broken me down, you know, he's the one that's going to build me up. And what God has shown me in that is you got to get out of your own way. You got to let me, you got to let God be God in your life. And even as it feel like you're, you know, like, man, I'm being torn to pieces. This is falling apart. That is falling apart. And it was like, man, I just don't know how in the world um, am I going to come out of this? How in the world am I going to get through this? Because this is tearing me up inside. Um and I just feel like no matter how much I've been praying or reading my Bible, doing my devotions, getting books, and it just seemed like every turn and corner is always something. It's always something 
that hurts is always something that you got to deal with. And I just want to quote a scripture. I know it's in the book of Galatians. I want to say chapter 6, verse uh, 5 through 8, I want to say. And what Paul's talking about, you know, in that passage is, you know, don't be deceived. Whatsoever a man reap, he will sow. And if you sow in the spirit, you will reap of the spirit. If you sow in the flesh, you will reap of the flesh. A lot of times what happens in our walk, ladies and gentlemen, is that when we sin and we keep doing that same sin, we get comfortable after a while. Like like our season isn't coming. Like God isn't watching us. Listen, God is watching. And if you're in if you're doing something, listeners, that God isn't pleased with, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to repent and ask God to really help you overcome whatever is ensnared you. But all that stuff that I've sown in my marriage, and now that I want to get fixed my marriage, I want God to fix my marriage. I want my marriage be taken I want to take my marriage seriously you know my wife the way she respond isn't the way that I feel like she should respond but then it's like bro you know look at how you've been talking to her how do you expect her to respond when you finally start talking nice and you're finally not blowing up like you would normally blow up when you would finally do things the right way instead of just snapping all the time how did you expect her to respond and even now, you know, it's gotten way, way better. You know, it's been, like I said, it's been almost a year. And I'm not the person that I was. And I thank God for that. Because I owe him everything. No, my marriage ain't where, 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 I, where I want it to be. Excuse me for stuttering. But it's not where it used to be about a year ago. So that's a blessing. Um, And let me see. Uh, number four. Four, prioritize your relationship with God. I've learned about prioritizing my relationship with God through what I've been going through for almost a year. And I want you to know this, and I want you to keep this close to your heart. Put it around your neck. Burn it in your mind. Let it marinate and serenade on your heart. Keep God first doesn't mean just saying it. You got to live it. Listen, these are last and evil days, and you have so many false prophets that are twisting God's word and, you know, trying to be um, people pleasers instead of God pleasers. You have people who put happiness over holiness and prioritize your relationship with God. And if you are the person, if you're the strongest person in your household spiritually, use that as an opportunity to minister to your family. Scripture, you know, you know, ask God to show you opportunities to, to, to speak to your mom or your dad if you don't have saved parents, um, your your siblings or whatever the case may be, especially if they're in your household. Um, and just tell them about Jesus and really live out that walk before them because they're watching you. Um, number five would be don't don't do life by yourself. And this goes back to number two. Um, get help, but also, um, for me, what I did was not only did I got help through the men's ministry at I five city church, I'm also, um, in celebrate recovery, um, with dealing with the hurts and the hangups. And, um, 
you know, being in a Celebrate Recovery has definitely blessed me. Um, it, it really has definitely connected me with people who helped me work through my other personal issues. And that is a blessing in itself to be able to have those type of connections. And I wish there was more churches that have ministries like Celebrate Recovery, like the men's ministry at I-5 City. Because, you know, you can't solve everything with a sermon. You can't wait till Sunday morning and then give this powerful, well-planned out sermon to people when they have to live Monday through Saturday. And I stick very firmly by that. The preaching draws you in, but it's the teaching that keeps you. And if people aren't properly equipped to deal with their issues and really learn how to trust and believe in God, they're going to fall by the wayside or they're going to go somewhere else and get help. And you may not like the help that they get it from or, or the enemy uses those opportunities to deceive people. See, the church ain't helping you. See, the, they call themselves a Christian and whatever the case may be. Don't allow the, the devil. Only, listen, the devil only comes but to steal, kill and destroy you know, so definitely keep that in mind. He's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So definitely stay sober, vigilant, and alert. So these are the five things that I've learned in 2020. And I know it's 2021. And I like I said, I want to get this video, but I want to go over just the review. And I'm going to close. And we're going to go on about our merry way. Okay. So give me a second. Number one was um, don't take what you have for granted. Number two, get help. Number three, um, the process hurts, or I should have put the process may hurt. Um, number five, um, prioritize your relationship with the Lord. And lastly, number um, number five, uh, don't do life alone. I hope I didn't say number four, number five, but I probably did. But um, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate you um, taking the time out to really listen to this episode and everything like that. So you guys are just awesome. I thank you for supporting me as this grows. Also, I will be uploading this on YouTube as well. So um, definitely check it out on there if you do not have the podcast version of this. So um Ladies and gentlemen, I really, again, appreciate you tuning in to another episode of Connecting Minds Through Success. This is your host, Judah Young. See you on the other side of another episode. Peace out.